Hey, welcome to the Apologetic Fun in 10 podcast. Alex Davis here, and you've decided to join me on an incredible journey where we sit and defend the gospel against false beliefs in the world today. I'm currently pursuing my master's in Christian apologetics at OBU University, and you are about to have a bunch of fun learning how to defend and know the truth of the gospel. Let's go ahead and get started, my friends. Hey, hey, well, thank you, friend, for listening in today. As you can see from the topic of today's discussion, we are talking specifically about the false belief that right choices will get you the perfect life. We're discussing what this means, what this is, and what scripture says, how we can defend the truth and go out and know the real words of our creator. So what does this mean? Well, in short, this is legalism. Legalism is very prevalent in Christian circles, and it's even prevalent in cultures that are not Christian at all. It's just prevalent in our world today that if you live well and you live right, then you will have the perfect life. But this could not be farther than the truth. But what is what is legalism? I found a great definition on desiringgod.org by Mr. John Piper, one of my all-time faves. And he defines it as this. Legalism is the conviction that law-keeping is now, after the fall, the ground of our acceptance with God. Legalism is the conviction that law-keeping is the ground of our acceptance with God. The ground of God being for us and not against us. So, in short, legalism means that if you live a good life, if you live well in accordance to God's commands, God's goodness, that you will then have the perfect life, a good life, a life without pain, wavering, all the things that don't seem from God. But why is this not true? Shouldn't I live a much better life and a much easier life if I follow Christ? Shouldn't my life be less hard if I follow the creator of the entire universe that gave me breath in my lungs? Well, my friends, the answer is no. And the answer to this question is also that you will not have a perfect life and you will continue to waver once you know God. But why? It's because we're sin-stained. By birth, my friends, we were born into sin. And because of the fall of mankind in Genesis 3, we will continue to fight this day after day. We will fight our sin. 
we'll fight temptation, and we will fight against the powers of the enemy, Satan. But why does this not mean that we can fight against this with the power of God and that our lives will therein not be perfect? Well, let's look at what scripture says. Scripture says in Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. So we see here, for by grace you have been saved through faith. So faith is received as a free gift that is through grace. And then that is not of your own doing. So you cannot receive this grace through your own doing. It is only through faith. And then this is the gift. So this grace is the gift through the faith that you have, not of your own doing, but it is a gift of God. It is not a result of your works that no one may boast. This is so that, my friends, that as we walk out our faith, as it says in Ephesians, we can know with full certainty that it is not of our own doing. It is only because of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection and our belief in him that we can receive eternal life. And it is not of our own doing. Then we go on and read John 6, 28 through 29. Then they said to him, what must we do to be doing the works of God? Jesus answered them, this is the work of God, that you believe in him and whom he has sent. So again, it says, then they said to him, what, what must we do? And Jesus said, this is the work of God, that you believe, that you believe in him who sent, who he has sent. So God sent Jesus. And to be doing the works of God is to believe and let the outpour of our hearts, the promptings of the Holy Spirit lead us into the good works of Christ. My friends, we get so caught up in desiring to do works that can be seen by man. And I've been there. I've been there so many times in my life. And it is a hard place to be, to believe that you think that you need to do things in order to receive God's grace, in order to receive a good life. But we will suffer. And what scripture continues to reveal to us through the life of Jesus is that it will continue to be hard, even when we live through this faith. So in 1 Peter 4.13, it says, but, the, but to the degree that you share the sufferings of Christ, 
keep on rejoicing, so that also at the revelation of his glory you may rejoice with exultation. Guys, God loves us so much that he gave his life for us. But he also says that we will suffer, that we will walk in these paths, in this faithfulness, and it will be hard and it will not be easy. In James 1-2, he says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. He does not say, count it all joy, my brothers, if you meet trials of various kinds. It is when. So this is James. And I know a lot of people come to the passage in James and even say, well, if we look at the book of James, he says to walk out of faith by works. But what we need to pay attention to in reading all scripture, just one last thing, my friends, is when we look into scripture, what is the context? Who are the people being spoken to? What are they struggling with? The people that James was writing to were struggling with not doing any works for the glory of God. They were not honoring the Lord with the way that they lived and serving those around them. If we look at other pieces of scripture from Paul, it was the absolute opposite. Look at the context. I appreciate you guys listening in today. I really hope you enjoyed it. We jumped around a little bit, but I pray that you can walk in the fullness of the Lord and be excited to defend the gospel because, guys, this life is not about us. And so I pray that as you walk out this week and you find ways to serve, you come to the recognition that you do not gain salvation. You will not receive a perfect life because of your works, but it is through the faithfulness that you have, the faith in Christ that you have that will produce beauty. It will produce the living and breathing work of God in your life. And this life might be full of suffering, but your life will point to Jesus. And that's all we can ask for. Praise be to God. I'll talk to you guys next week. 